Welcome to the Social Ideas Podcast, brought to you by the Cambridge Centre for Social Innovation. This series looks through the lens of those striving for a better world. I'm Pam Mungru. Nicole Helwig is the Executive Director and Mark Goodson, the Head of Practice for Cambridge Social Ventures. Between them and their business advisors, they deliver programmes which are designed for people who want to drive their businesses forward, creating real, scalable, lasting social or environmental change. I spoke to Nicole and Mark and I began by asking how CSV fits into the structure of the Cambridge Centre for Social Innovation. Cambridge Social Ventures is a program of the Cambridge Centre for Social Innovation. The centre works with a synergistic trilogy of activities. We have teaching, we have a master's program in social innovation, there's research in social innovation, and there is also the support that is provided to uh, nurture social entrepreneurs, social ventures. We refer to that as our think, teach, and do approach. Cambridge Social Ventures is essentially that do piece, the practice of social innovation, and we organize a variety of different activities. Uh, Those include an incubator program. We also offer social venture weekends for people who are interested to have the beginning of an idea, would like to Uh, learn more about what it means to become a social entrepreneur. And we have some short workshops as well. Before we find out more about the different programs that you offer, can you explain why it is important to have an entity like Cambridge Social Ventures in the social innovation, social entrepreneurial space? There is something very special, I want to say, about social entrepreneurs. And yes, they do need the times of support um, that anyone starting a business might need. We also find that there's something of a different space that's created because we are specifically focusing on social ventures. There are other particular topics or issues that they might be facing. Some of that is the practical side, um, everything from you know, how do we register as a social venture? What does it mean to be a social venture? How do we um, define and capture what our, our purpose is uh, in a way that's different from someone who is you know, starting a conventional enterprise? And there is something of bringing birds of a feather together because they may also experience similar problems um, and together are able to exchange. Um, they understand one another. I think one comment I often hear is, When I'm in this group, I don't have to explain why I want to be a social entrepreneur. I don't have to explain why I have a social mission. You all get it where I can't even get my family necessarily to to understand why I'm doing this uh, and why it's important for me that that what I do becomes and is a social venture. You bring up an interesting point, Nicole, which is that some people have really no understanding of what a social venture is and how that would differ from a normal venture or a social enterprise and how that would differ from quote unquote a normal enterprise. What is that difference? There are a number of different points that we focus on. Um, and I should also say that you know, we work within a UK context primarily. But what we do look for is motivation, the intent. What is the social entrepreneur trying to achieve through their social venture? What is that purpose? Um, We also look at a commitment 
to capturing that social impact? How are they going to measure that? How is that going to be communicated and shared with others? We also spend quite a, a, a lot of time discussing governance and legal aspects of social ventures. Why do we do that? We do that because when people are working towards a particular defined social impact, how can they protect the legacy they wish to leave through their initiative? How can they make whatever, you know, a certain number of decisions that can protect that impact as they deal with uh, managing or balancing double and even triple bottom lines? Mark, anything you'd like to add there? I think, you know, part of the element about why social entrepreneurs need support and incubation is that being an entrepreneur in itself is tough. And there's lots of data out there that accelerator and incubator programs increase the probability of success of entrepreneurs. For social entrepreneurs, it's doubly tough because they are not only trying to make a success of their business, but they have double or triple bottom lines. So they also need support and they need specialist support. And that's where we come in. So you've mentioned before that you have a variety of programs that you offer up. Let's talk about the incubator for starters. I hear incubator and I hear incubation and I think of eggs. Now, that may not be the greatest of analogies, but there is something there about the nurturing that goes on within the incubator. Can you kind of talk about what it means to be delivering an incubator and how people can benefit from that? Well, it's, it's interesting that, that you talk about XPAM in relation to incubators, because when we first started the incubator, the facility that we did it in was called the Hatchery. So that's quite relevant. The, there are three main elements of the incubator program and, and how we deliver it, which we've developed over time. So the, the program has been running for something like eight or nine years now. And the three main elements are, Firstly, taught element where we run training sessions for entrepreneurs. And those training sessions include a lot of the standard business skills that you would expect. So the things like the sales and marketing and intellectual property and finance and HR. But also the taught aspect covers a lot of social specific aspects. So, for instance, theory of change, which is how you go about delivering the impact you're aiming to have, social impact measurement, how you measure that. Nicole mentioned governance. Uh, quite often, social ventures have specific legal structures and special governance requirements. So that's something else we help with. The second main element of the incubator program is providing business advice. So all the entrepreneurs who join the program uh, have appointed to them a business advisor, a very experienced business advisor, who will meet with them on a regular basis and act as a, an advisor or a mentor or coach as appropriate to what the entrepreneur needs at any point in time. And the business advisor is really the conductor for the operation and for the support and helps pull together the introductions and the support for our entrepreneurs. And one thing that we, we've developed over time is a, a cloud of associates 
who are all experts in their field and that we can plug the entrepreneurs into to get them the support that they need in, in specialist areas. And the, the third part of the incubator program is being part of a peer group and being part of a cohort and the support and the cooperation and the great morale that that builds. And uh, being an entrepreneur can be a very lonely occupation. And often the people who we work with have thought that they're a voice in the wilderness until they find out that there are other people out there working on similar ideas. And that's really powerful. And, and historically, we said quite often, our entrepreneurs get as much from being part of that group as they get from, uh, from the more formal parts of the programme. If I may just add to that, and as Mark mentioned, our programme has been running for a number of years now. So where people engage as a cohort and uh, get to know one another and have the peer support through their cohort, uh, we also are quite active in connecting them to one another. So we've got over 250 ventures who have been through the incubator program now, um, often with multiple founders, and uh, we engage with them in, in a number of different ways. Some of them have even come back to share their experiences through our trainings, uh, sometimes bringing their own expertise, sometimes sitting on panels to share what the journey has been like for them. And again, learning from one another's good days and the bad days of being uh, on that social entrepreneurial journey. So who are you looking for then to apply to the incubator program? The, the people we're looking for are people who've taken their idea and their venture to first base. So they've got beyond the ideation stage. And maybe typically they're at the stage where they've piloted whatever product or service they developed. Maybe they've got their first few customers or they've got a prototype, but, but they've got beyond the ideation stage. And we're also looking for entrepreneurs who maybe not now, but within the next 12 months or so are wanting to make this social venture their number one focus. So it's not unusual that we take entrepreneurs who may be working part-time to cover the bills and things like that, but we want people who can focus on it as more than a hobby and something that probably by the time they leave our programme, it's going to be their number one focus activity and they may even be working on it full-time. We're also looking for entrepreneurs who want to scale their idea, who want to grow it. But, but to us, we think scaling should be scaling to the size and the scope that's appropriate for the venture. Not all ventures are going to conquer the world and be a, a worldwide phenomenon. Some of them might be working in a specific geography or a specific field or with a, a specific group of, of beneficiaries. And, you know, that's great. And they want to grow their impact and maybe increase their services and how effective they are within that field or within that scope. So we're looking for people who are ambitious and focused and want to, to grow what they're doing in an appropriate fashion. And I'll add a few more adjectives there. I mean, we're looking for people who, just to echo Mark, have that commitment, who 
also, as I mentioned, you know, they have that particular motivation that drives them. And we're looking for people who are the real deal. And we have people who come to us and they have some idea. Maybe they've had a, a bit of proof of concept, but part of our, you know, our process is in, is in two stages. We have uh, an application form that people submit, send along some supporting documents, and then we have an interview. And you know, during the interview, we get a sense of, again, the where this person is coming from, you know, why are they driven to start their venture, and what is that impact that they, they want to achieve? Uh, we can see fairly quickly those who are still, I would say, you know, they're out for they're out to do well by doing well. And I would say I focus more on the business than on the impact. It it becomes clear fairly quickly, as opposed to people who for whom that social purpose is the driver that's the most important. Not that the social impact is something that comes along on the side. It just happens to be beneficial. I recently learned why well, I say learned. I'm maybe exaggerating slightly there, but I heard about paradox thinking. And one of the concepts within that was tensions. And what was brought up within the context of social entrepreneurship specifically was the tension between profit and purpose. Is this something that through the incubator, you are able to help the founders kind of balance or do you guide them in a different way according to what it is that they're doing? Some of it is through the trainings, because one thing that we offer is some help with resilience, keeping uh, in mind that very passionate people often who are coming from a place of lived experience, had some frustration, the system or whatever barrier is existing, and they want to do something about it. That's a commitment that's above and beyond. And there is a degree of self-care that at, least at the very least have to be aware of to be able to, to balance all of the tensions, but also all of the, the the requirements. At the end of the day, we need to be sure, sure that there's enough funding to keep the lights on, to keep people paid in the good days, and also to ensure that that impact is, is actually occurring. You know, one thing that is always a risk is mission drift, that you, know, you end up saying yes to funding opportunities because they're there, but that it might drive you away from your ultimate objectives. So being aware of these things is part of what the social entrepreneur in practice, those pragmatic decisions have to be made. So another option that you have at Cambridge Social Ventures, of course, is the Social Ventures Weekend. How does that differ from the incubator program? So with the, the incubator program, we are looking for for potential, we're also looking at people who are willing to learn. And often we meet them first when they come to our social venture weekends. So social venture weekends are two days of activities and training and learning um, for individuals who have maybe the beginnings of an idea. They maybe not don't have a proof of concept. Maybe they don't have, uh, haven't completed a pilot where in those cases they might apply to the incubator program, but they have enough to work with to for that day, have conversations around it and to explore what might be next, what kind of support they might be needing. Maybe they do need to have a better understanding of social enterprise, um, their contexts and, um, you know, come to a social venture weekend and meet others who are also 
thinking about ideas and learning about social entrepreneurship um, and who want to have some training, some introduction, but also connect to people who are, have been doing this, who have expertise, who have experience, and who might be potential resources. Build your network and use that as a starting point. Mark, from the head of practice perspective and somebody who is a business advisor, when you see these different social ventures come in, how do you balance their hope with the realism of what it means to navigate this environment? So it's a very good question. It's quite a deep question. You know, we would hope that all of our entrepreneurs, you know, have hope, hope that what they're doing can have an impact in the world and solve the issues that they're working on, many of many of which they've got lived experience of. I think it's beholden on us to be honest with ventures. We see that the social mission, their social mission is central to what they do, and that's why they're doing what they're doing. But we have to be realistic in the sense that they need a business engine to be able to drive that, to be able to power that social mission and to make them sustainable in the long run. So as with many things in business, there's a, an element of judgment involved in terms of focusing on the mission and the hope aspect of it, but also the realism and the business aspect of it. Without a reliable business engine, for want of a better word, that can make the venture sustainable, then they will never have the impact that they hope to have in the world. So working with them on that is fairly core to what we do. And it's interesting, the entrepreneurs that join us, sometimes we have entrepreneurs who are very clear on their social mission and very socially driven. And I mentioned the fact that many of our entrepreneurs have got lived experience of the, the issue they're trying to solve, but very few business skills. So that's uh, somewhere where we've got to focus. However, we also have entrepreneurs who've maybe got very solid business skills, but um, having had some success and experience in business, they're now motivated to do something that has an impact in the world and that leaves a legacy. So we, we have to kind of meld those two different camps. And that's one of the reasons why being part of a peer group, either at Social Venture Weekend or on our incubator program is so powerful that we always say everybody's an expert at something. And it's amazing the, the mutual support and partnerships that happen between, between ventures on the programs. One thing just to also highlight is that you know, social ventures, social enterprise, they are a market-based approach to social change. And hence the focus on business skills and understanding business models and developing entrepreneurship skills. It's one way to effectuate social change. And some of our ventures are full-on social entrepreneurs but often there is an element of also undertaking some degree of advocacy work in what they do. And some of that is intrinsic to the work they do because the creation of their social venture in itself is an act of raising awareness of a particular issue or social challenge. My final question to both of you is why should somebody come to Cambridge Social Ventures, either for the incubator or for the Social Ventures weekend? 
I think you touched on it, Pam, when you talked about the hope aspect and the reality of what we do. And I think if they are a socially motivated entrepreneur, then there is nowhere better that they can go to get some help, to turn their hope into reality and to meet many like-minded people and a, a mutual support network and community of practice. I think that there is probably nowhere better that they're going to be able to find those things. Now, if I were to answer that question and why apply to Cambridge Social Ventures programs, and I could point to all of the different aspects of, say, the incubator program, the trainings, the one-on-one business advice, the community of practice, being amongst peers. I can point to the successes of our social ventures. We, We share a bit about all of them on our website, but we regularly are sharing, you know, their latest news, whether it's they've been you know, focused on in, in the media or they've raised a substantial amount of funding. I mean, whatever success is small and large, we love to share those, to learn from them and to welcome others to see themselves in those successes that once upon a time, those social entrepreneurs had a very vague and uneasy idea of what they wanted to do. Um, now they're part of our community of Cambridge Social Ventures, and are are still on their social entrepreneurial journeys, but are you know living examples, you know the embodiment of what social venturing can mean. Um, and again, you know, often they've come you know, seeking help, looking for support, but with potential. And uh, we, I'd like to think that we've helped give them wings. That was Nicole Helwig and Mark Goodson from Cambridge Social Ventures. The deadline for applications to the incubator program is the 13th of January 2023 and bookings are being taken for the Social Ventures weekend which is happening in February. Go to the Cambridge Social Ventures website to find out more.